Recording started. Hey, everybody, welcome to another episode of Spectrum Talk, the podcast where it's just me, but it used to be other people, but God only knows what happened to them. Um, they're fine. They're, they're fine. Just, you know, time and life and other shit got in the way. <sighs> I am fucking tired, uh, despite sleeping like an entire day. I got home yesterday after work. And I was like, oh, I'm tired. I'm going to take a nap. And then just lay down. Then woke up when my alarm went off telling me to go to work. So I slept like 14, 15 hours just for no reason. And I was like, whoa, that's not good. And I still feel tired. So that's that's a little concerning. Doing a little rare hatless episode. Just because I didn't put one on. You can see the two behind me, barely. My felt one and my straw one. And my brown one is in the living room. But to the audio listeners, you don't fucking care about that. Ugh. Let's see. I'm trying to figure out how to get this thing rolling. I get my mind rolling. My medicine's wearing off, so I'm kind of just running out of gas and I can't take any more because it'll keep me up all goddamn night and I don't want to do that that'd be a travesty my mind's still spinning about all these damn medical bills that don't seem to make any sense they can't send it one bill it's got to be from like eight different people and you don't know what's what and it's just all confusing as hell and a payment the payment payment plan's a joke Anyway, that's neither here nor there. The, hmm, what did I do gaming-wise? Still making it through James Bond. Probably going to play that more tomorrow on stream. I didn't stream anything yesterday. Uh, let's see, this weekend I played some golf, golf with your friends for the first time just to try it out. That was fun. Oh, I know what I could talk about. It's going to be weird to kind of do this on Twitch, but I know what I could talk about. First, before probably getting into the weather talk that will I will drone on about for like two hours, because that's usually what happens when I talk about the weather. Um, but yeah, I know what I could talk about. Uh, there's a new streaming service, like a actual new streaming service, and it's like really new. It's called Glimish. It's supposed to be like the same some of the same people that did like Beam or which or I thought Beam was what Mixer used to be. Or Justin TV or some weird bullshit. I thought Justin TV used to be Twitch. Or, or something. A- anyway, it, it's like brand new. I heard about it through another streamer I follow. And they were like, oh, I just want to check this out. And I was like, I'll check it out. And I thought it was like new as in a few months. Because I saw some tweets about it. Doing a little bit of research. Some stuff about it from last year. Like July 2020. No, it, it launched this month. L- launched March 2nd. I was like, okay, this is new as fuck. And yes, it is. So new that I don't know what the problem is. Because, yeah, I don't have the greatest internet. Everybody knows that. Um, I'm just surprised I have a consistent bitrate right now. Like, thank you, God. Um, But for whatever reason, I wasn't dropping frames. Because it's kind of hard to drop frames if you have no frames to drop. For whatever reason, despite having a consistent frame rate, 
I wasn't getting any picture. I was tr- getting it on my phone. I looked it up on the computer. I was get. I couldn't get. A, I couldn't get anything up. I ended the stream multiple times. I couldn't get anything to show. And this is like over multiple days of testing. So then, upon checking out other people's streams, some people have the same issue. What's weird? Because this is what's really weird about it. Now, this is all to be expected. It's alpha. They're still working out kinks. I, I'm, I'm not shitting on these people. I think it's a great idea. I think more competition in this, especially since this seems to be something that is geared more towards uh, building communities um, and help people even have subscribers, and they've even paid people already, and they're all, they've already told, uh, was like $1,800, which is nothing, but they said, this is how much we've already paid out. And I'm like, that's... That's something for something that's only existed for a handful of days. So, I was trying out other channels that had some viewers and had chatters. And by some viewers, I mean like, what the biggest one I saw was like four. And this guy on my end had no picture, but I could hear audio. Same exact problem I was having. And the picture would come in like momentarily, just like flashes and then nothing for minutes, and then like a flash here, and then like still frame, and like flash here. It was, it was an issue. An issue that I would usually think would be on my end, either an internet problem or a computer problem. But people were chatting with him like they were seeing what was going on. Starts to make me think that this could be an issue that not everybody is experiencing. So it could be an issue that only certain people encounter. Only certain viewers encounter. So it could be a viewer issue. It's definitely an issue that is on the um, networking side. Uh, not on the streamer side. So no, it has nothing to do with your setup or your bitrate. It's all on the network itself. All on a glimish. But it seems to be even weirder than that. Instead of nobody being able to see it, it seems to be person to person. But no matter what I could do, I could never actually get my stream to work right. But it was entirely possible that someone new could have come in and it looked fine. I was just sitting there being an asshole. Or to them, it looked like I was being an asshole acting like my stuff wasn't working. But to me, it looked like nothing was working. So it was not a great experience on this new platform trying to figure out, just giving it a test run. Um, so that was strange. It was very strange. Um, but neat. I like the idea of competition. Um... And then in my last test of it, when nothing was working right, I, I tried everything. I tried multiple servers. I tried everything. I then stopped it. Same game I was playing. I was playing online with people. Same everything. Went on to tw- uh, went on to Twitch. Started streaming on Twitch. Everything was fine. I was having some bitrate issues like I always do, except for right now. But those were like the normal things. Just some frame drops here and there. Not like what I was seeing over there. So it seems to be something that is completely on the the uh, host side. I don't know what the hell to do to fix it because I don't know anything about that shit. I just know that it's not my problem. Like, that sounded weird. Not not a problem that I could fix. Which is sad. Because it was something that, like, I could fix or something that was, a, like, something that was an issue that, that, you know, I didn't have a right setting or some bullshit like that. That's one thing, but if it's something that I can't do anything about, that really, really, really sucks when you're trying to get in on the ground floor of something. Especially if you don't know if it's something that only I'm seeing and not 
if someone else come in there and it looks completely fine. That's what's really weird because it's hard to monitor stream health. And what makes it even weirder is on, so like I'm looking at, right now I'm looking at Streamlabs OBS and it's telling me my bit rates, telling me how frame, how many frames I'm dropped, zero, and it's telling me my CPU usage. All this stuff, and even telling me how many minutes I've recorded. All this stuff, and how many viewers, and I got chat and all this. You just like regular, and then I got the view of what everything looks like. You know, I had that up, and according to it, everything was fine. Strangest thing. Just this, just the strangest thing. So something like the middleman, something in between was being messed up. It was, it was infuriating. But, you know, nothing, there's nothing I could do. I hope it gets fixed because I'm, I'm, I'm really interested in it. It seems like the, and their website is very, very new, very, very temporary looking. Um, I'm hoping it grows. I'm hoping they, they put a lot more into it. I'm, I'm, I'm very excited. The, the passion seems to be there. I liked Mixer in the beginning. I liked Mixer right up until the end, um. Mixer seemed to die for other issues. Uh, I liked YouTube back when they still gave a shit. Um, I still like Twitch. I just, you know, it's really, really hard to grow when there's a billion people here. Um, and a lot of the other shit that Twitch is doing. Twitch is doing some just backwards bullshit. Um, I'm not afraid to say that. However, one of the ones I have not liked since it's been out. I don't like how it looks. I don't like its user interface. I don't like the streaming interface. I have, I don't like anything about it. And their numbers are a complete lie. And everything they do is bullshit. And that's Facebook. Stay away from Facebook gaming. If they give you a contract and it's guaranteed money, sure, go for it. If it's anything but guaranteed money, stay the fuck away from them. Several channels and companies have died due to Facebook. Not just Facebook gaming, but Facebook. Because all their data is a lie. If your data set's a lie, you can't fucking do anything. I just kicked my desk. I, just, I don't know how you, how they haven't, that's not a bigger deal. I mean, I guess, I guess it would be a bigger deal if the world hadn't fallen apart around the same time. You know, in the Trump administration and then COVID and everything. Because that was running along the same timeline as all this was getting found out that Facebook was straight up lying to people about revenue. That seems highly illegal. Like, incredibly illegal. Really, 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 really illegal. And I'm not really sure how, other than the people that got screwed just going bankrupt so hard they weren't able to fight it. I'm not sure how they got out of it. I know Facebook's hard to fight because they're worth so much, but something's not right. I mean, yeah, the whole thing's fucked, but I'm talking about legality-wise. There, something, Something's not right there. And it was proven that they lied. I just don't know how no one got anything out of that. It's just, it's just weird. I don't know. It's all, it's all fucked. Um. In other news, Bethesda is officially acquired by Xbox, so it's beneficial. 
and everybody's saying that Phil Spencer confirmed that Xbox or that Bethesda games are exclusive to Xbox now. That is not what the damn man said. I don't understand what these people... That's not what he said. He said, I want you to understand that we have a commitment to Game Pass and places where Game Pass lives. Or, or actually, wherever Game Pass is. He didn't say Xbox. He didn't name a console. He said Game Pass. Which, not really surprising. That means anywhere Game Pass is. Which means if there's a deal to put one of those things on a Nintendo console or a Sony console, that's where that some bitch is going to be. He talked about contracts and everything, which we already knew. And he talked about franchises that have already pretty much appeared and had long-standing histories. I said in the past that, yes, Bethesda games were all... There were going to be a few Bethesda games that were going to be exclusive. At the very least, time exclusive, which is kind of what I think most of them are going to be. Think about games that had that had no right to be anything but exclusive. Like Cuphead. Did Cuphead need to go anywhere but Xbox? No. Now it's on Switch and PlayStation. For no reason. I mean, the reason is it's, it's, on a, it's now accessible to a wider audience, and that's awesome. But did it need to be there? No. It wasn't some big... I mean, they were big games, but there's not... It wasn't a Bethesda game. And they did it. Both Ori games on the Switch. They didn't need to do that. But they did. Like, are people fucking... Like, I, don't, I don't get it. They have a track record. And this is after they said they're not going to put any more games on the Switch. And they put fucking the second Ori game on that. He said that Cuphead would never be on a Sony... Sony game uh, on a Sony platform, and they did it. Killer Instincts on Steam, like it's so strange. It's very strange. Xbox Live, by the way, I don't know if it's available at the moment. This was confirmed a long time ago, in a weird ass news story that was on like some kind of business side. I don't remember. It wasn't It wasn't on IGN. It eventually got picked up by IGN and like Eurogame or everything, but it popped up on like Fox Business or something and, you know, or Bloomberg. Before Bloomberg had like a games division, back when they were just strictly business, it was weird because they were just talking about financials and Xbox was like, yes, uh, Xbox Live will be coming to the Nintendo Switch. And everybody was like, what the fuck does that mean? That's still happening. I don't get it. Is it possible the next Doom game is an Xbox exclusive? Absolutely. Is it possible the next Elder Scrolls is Xbox exclusive? Yes. Is it possible any of these games are exclusive? Absolutely. But is it possible none of them are? Absolutely. It's whatever they decide because they don't have to be exclusive. Because being exclusive doesn't mean anything when you have Game Pass. That's already their commitment. That already drives people there. Why pay the 60, 70, whatever the hell they're going to charge for it when you could just get Game Pass and play wherever the hell you want and play it on the best system? If you want to play it on the PlayStation 5, sure, wait a month or a year and pay the $70. Or get Game Pass and play wherever the fuck you want. Play it on the PC, play it on the Xbox, play it on your goddamn phone. I don't... Do people not see how that makes them more money and how that makes more sense? 
yes, they're, they're, some of them will be exclusive for a time, but not all of them will be. Absolutely not all of them will be. Some will be exclusive for a time. Some may always be exclusive, but not all of them will be. It's still going to be a case-to-case basis. They don't even know yet. But they're going to find out. They're going to they're gonna see. They're, they're, we're going to see. Um, I mean, hell, Phil Spencer was... Years and years and years ago, he was like, I'd love to see Halo on PlayStation. It'd be fucking great. Because they don't care. It's not about that. It's not about the exclusive stuff. It's about the brand. But, at the same time, the best place to play all of these will be on the Xbox, and they will make damn sure it is. Because, remember the 360? They kind of did this without doing it on purpose. Um, the 360 was the best place to play all the third-party games. And it wasn't because it was the cheaper console. Because it wasn't the cheapest, the Wii was. But, come on. You're playing on 360, because the Wii, the graphics look like shit. You're playing on 360. But 360 was the easiest to develop for. And Microsoft was also very friendly with developers. The PS3, that cell processor, dear God in heaven, that thing, it was like chiseling in stone. You couldn't figure out how to, how the hell it was going to work it. And Sony was kind of the only people that really knew how to mess with it. It was expensive, it was hard to work with, nobody wanted to fuck with it. So the ports that went to the PS3 really sucked. There were a few good ones, but most of them were downgraded. And the 360 was the place to go, so people flocked to it. But you could buy them on both systems. Why not? But you were getting a lesser experience on the PS3, mostly. Microsoft could literally build that in this time. And technically already have. You got your Series X. You got Game Pass. What more do you need to do? Like, it, there's... You don't really need to do more than that, guys. I mean, come on. I just don't... I don't... I don't... I don't get it. There's gonna be exclusives, but there's not... I don't... I don't know. I also think there's going to be a lot of IPs brought back. I think we're going to see more Evil Within. I also think there's going to be more new IPs. More studios that want to work on other shit. Um, some older stuff. So, I said IPs brought back, but some stuff that we may not have seen in a while. Not just Evil Within, but stuff beyond that. Um, I'm trying to think everything that Bethesda owns. It's a lot. Um, another thing is, is hey... Once Obsidian gets time again, because you get you got to think, Bethesda doesn't own those IPs anymore. They do not. Bethesda, because Microsoft bought Zenimax, so they own everything Zenimax owns. So that's everything Bethesda was. So that means they could shop out these IPs to anything that Microsoft owns now. So that means that once Obsidian's done making their RPG, if Bethesda, I mean not Bethesda, if Obsidian was like, hey, instead of making something that's like Fallout, can we have our baby back? Make Fallout again? And Microsoft goes, that'd make a lot of fucking money. Sure. You, you want to make Fallout 5 or you want to make New Vegas 2? And be like, think about it. Actually, we want to make Fallout 3. <laughs> that would be some shit. And I just say, fuck all, 
fuck Bethesda. <laughs> Make Fallout 3. The real Fallout 3. Oh, that would that would be mean. That would be really mean. No, but they just let them do whatever they want. Because they own all the universes. Um, let's, uh, some of the Bethesda guys work on Microsoft IP. They got Gears of War. That maybe Machine Games wants to work on Gears of War. Or Avalanche wants to work on something. Or fucking... Monolith, because there's a different monolith. Or, I think there's the same guy. Because, yeah, because both of them came together for Rage 2. Maybe id Software wants to work on something just to do something. Because they do that sometimes. They they did Rage 2 and Doom Eternal at the same time. Though, granted, it was two different teams working on Rage 2. And then they were mainly doing uh, Eternal. But they like working on, on you know, on multiple games. Maybe they want something just to fuck around with. They could do that. They got a lot of... They, Microsoft has a lot of shit just lying around. They got a lot of rare licenses, too. They could be like, let's revive some shit. Who wants to make a fucking... Who wants to make a platformer? And it's like, fuck it, we won't make a platformer. And who, everyone's like, what the fuck would that even look like? And we're like, we don't know, let's do it. Last time we done that was like the first Wolfenstein. Uh, and I don't even... Did they make that? Or did they just make the follow-up, Wolfenstein 3D? That? Gotta think about that. Interesting. Never thought about that. I know they made Wolfenstein 3D, but the first one was a, a platformer. But regardless of all that, yeah. that That's official. Anything else? Still no Switch Pro. Announcement. Uh, hmm. Oh yeah, a bunch of Bethesda games came to Game Pass, and I got more shit coming. Outriders is coming to Game Pass. I'm actually kind of excited about that game. I was looking into like either renting it or buying it, and now it's coming to Game Pass. I'm just gonna fucking download it, so that's great. Uh, we got. I haven't been able to listen to all my podcasts and stuff because of work, so I'm, I'm missing out on a lot of game news. I know the Snyder Cut, this isn't game news, is coming out this week on HBO Max. I'm going to have to get the subscription to see that, and I'm very excited. I'm one of the not-crazy Snyder Cut people because I want to see a director's, a, full, a director's full vision not hampered by studio, the studio, and I, I actually want to see Ray, Ray Fisher's full row not hampered by racism. Um... But please don't include me with the uh, Nazis who just jumped on something to fuck with people. Because that's what Nazis do. Same thing with the whole fire James Gunn thing. When Nazis jumped on a whole thing to get James Gunn fired. And that actually worked. And then he got rehired. So fuck Nazis. Uh, they did the same thing here. But the Snyder Cut's coming out. And apparently the reviews are coming. And most of them are very positive. And it's like... They're calling it Vindication. And I'm a little surprised. Um, I'm not surprised that it's better. I was almost positive it was going to be better. And I was pretty sure I was going to like it. I, I like Snyder's stuff. He, not all of his stuff, but I like a lot of his stuff. And I think similarly to Hida, or at least his film language, I see a lot of stuff that people miss. 
Um, I love Batman vs. Superman unapologetically. I, I really, really do. Um, a lot of the criticisms I don't understand because I actually see the things that people missed in that movie. Um, but I'm not here to argue it. If you didn't like it, you didn't like it. I'm not here to argue whether it's good or bad. I unapologetically, unironically, I'm not as in, not in, I enjoy it as a bad movie. Or I just enjoy it. I think it's a legitimately great movie. I think it's horribly misunderstood. Um, So I thought I was going to like this. But I'm surprised that it's getting an incredibly positive critical reception. Um, and while I'm very, very happy for that, and I'm happy that he's he's getting his due, it pisses me off so much that we this had to happen <laughs> in order for this to get out. And that Warner Brothers keeps fucking doing this. Um, this is not the first time this has happened. At all. If, like, if people not remember the Donner cut... That took forever. That took, what, 30 years? For those who don't know, Richard Donner was the man who directed the first Superman movie. Um, for those who do not know, the first two Superman movies were filmed back-to-back, with Donner being fired in the middle of filming, but he finished filming the first one. Much Superman 2 was finished filming, so they hired a second guy to finish it, who then refilmed everything and cut a bunch of shit and made Superman 2, which is why Superman 2 is really fucking weird. But a lot of Donner stuff was still left, and it took forever to get it all together, and then they made the Donner cut, or as close to what Richard Donner's vision would have looked like. Um, I think Richard Donner's still alive, so, but a lot of it was lost. Uh, but Warner Brothers does this a lot. That's just one of the many examples. You want to see examples of them fucking up movies? There's a bunch of Batman movies. Uh, there's a bunch of Superman movies. Three and four. Kind of Returns, though I like Returns. Not really a fan that it's made by a rapist, but... And also stars a rapist as the bad guy. Fucking... We just can't live in a, a good world. We can't have nice things anymore, man. Everybody's gotta be a piece of shit. But Green Lantern, that was almost a surefire thing. They hired Martin Campbell. He he's never made a bad movie. Literally. That is the dude they bring in to make a guaranteed good movie. May not be a great movie, but it will be a good movie. And it will jumpstart a franchise. 007 needed to reboot. Like a legitimate reboot. They didn't know how to figure it out. The The license got weird because that dude who owned only Thunderball. Just the one book. and was, But that was the book that had all of the villain shit in it. Like Spectre and Blofeld and all the important like bad people that Bond fights. That's where all that shows up so you couldn't use them. But you could use all the other James Bond shit. You just couldn't use all the really important shit. So they were in a legal battle for like 10 years. So, so while that was happening, that's why Timothy Dalton wasn't able to be Bond again. There was so much. There was a big time gap between that and Pierce Brosnan becoming Bond. So they needed a good shot in the arm to, for audiences and and whatnot. But between those two movies, the Cold War ended. So they needed a guy to come in. Mark Campbell comes in, makes Goldeneye. Then Brosnan's whole Bond career happens in between this, and it fizzles out real bad. But die another day, and it's bad. And they're like, fuck. 
2005 rolls around. Oh, man. And they were thinking about making another Bond movie with Brosnan, but that didn't work out, and he got a little old, and they couldn't figure out another script, and like, man, we, we really don't know what the fuck we're doing. What are we going to do? Let's get Martin Campbell back, because last time he showed up, he made Goldeneye. And Martin Campbell comes in and is like, listen, we're going to make Casino Royale, and we're just going to redo the whole thing, starting over from scratch. Makes the best fucking Bond movie ever made. And then they immediately fuck up again, though not entirely their fault, it was the writer's strike. And I actually like Quantum of Solace. I think it's one of Craig's best performances, but the script's not great, because of course it wasn't. It was during the writer's strike, and the directors are trying to do the best of what they have. But I actually think the premise of the story is really, really great. I like the villain. He just doesn't do anything. I like the idea of a villain just being pure evil. Like, you think about his goal. He's not, like, nuclear domination or cloning or any bullshit. He is literally just an evil piece. He's Elon Musk. That's who this dude is. He is an evil piece of shit on, like, oh, I love the world and green technology. But at the end of the movie, you find out that it's not about oil or green or anything. He finds the people's water source and is keeping it from them. So they'll pay him whatever they, whatever, basically whatever he wants in order to get, get it because they'll die without it because no shit, it's water. And then you get one of the most brutal Bond deaths in history. Though you, you see it off screen, which is Bond just leaves him out in the desert with like a quart of oil. He says, I bet you make two miles before you drink that. And I find him, and he leaves him, he leaves him with a gun. Uh, yeah, I can't remember if he leaves him with a gun and a quart of oil, or if he just leaves him with a quart of oil. And they found him with uh, two bullets in his head and a belly full, of, belly full of oil. So someone found him and killed him before they got there. Which was supposed to be like Quantum, which turns into Spectre later when they retcon it all. But... That was fucking brutal. There's a lot of brutal shit. And the movie's beautiful to look at. It just doesn't work. Then Skyfall, amazing. And then they fuck it up with Spectre. That's not Warner Brothers. That's that's James Bond. But my point is, is Martin Campbell did it twice. Did it twice. He also made two great Zorro movies. This guy's great. Bring him in for Green Lantern. He's going he's gonna, to he's gonna start our whole thing. Because the Green Lantern was supposed to start the DCEU. People forget that. DCEU started with Man of Steel, but it was supposed to start with Green fucking Lantern. They were going to do Iron Man, but with Green Lantern. Paper, not a bad idea. And it was going to be Ryan Reynolds. Everybody, Martin Campbell, can't fail. Green Lantern comes out, worst piece of shit ever. Holy shit, it's bad. It's terrible. I fuck that. Forget about Green Lantern. It's Superman. <laughs> Superman. Get Zack Snyder. It's Superman. All right, DCEU's now with Superman. All right, and then we just jump we jump forward from there. But it was supposed to start with Green Lantern, and then immediately they start meddling again, and they fuck everything up. It's it's just they have such a bad habit. And then again with what whatever the fuck happened with Wonder Woman nineteen eighty four? I have no idea. That movie's awful. Holy shit! I, I have no idea what happened with that movie. That movie's a train wreck. Um, just. I honest, I don't, I don't think Warner Brothers knows how to make movies. I, I don't think their producers, like their actual executives, know how to make movies. Um, I think when they think something's going to fail, or they don't care, that's when they make their best movies. 
because that's when the best sh shit comes out. Because Aquaman, the only reason Aquaman did so well is because I don't think anybody believed in it, and they left James Wan in a corner. <laughs> and James Wan, and James Wan got like a shell of a script and was like, "Okay, I got Jason Momoa, and I got some words on a page that are kind of a story. I got an idea, and he made a fucking movie." And then Shazam, they didn't really give a shit about Shazam either. And Shazam's great. But when they pay too much attention... Uh, when they left Christopher Nolan alone, we got two great Batman movies. When they intervened and were like, okay, we need a trilogy. Then we got The Dark Knight Rises. Whoops. I don't know. They need. They 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 need to stop. They they just need to quit. They need to quit, or find a guy and put him in charge. Actually, knows what the fuck he's doing. Get a guy. Get 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 a guy. Get somebody. Just get somebody. Some just somebody. Apparently, James Wan was in charge of the horror division, the B movie division, and that's when they started cranking out hit after hit. Just, that was the side of Warner Brothers that was, like, doing really well. Because that's when the Conjuring movies and that whole universe got spit up. He was the head of that. Fucking, get somebody from Blumhouse. They're just, they're knocking it out of the park. I don't know. I don't know. What I do know is shit's about to get bad weather-wise. A few days ago... What was it on Friday? Started off on Thursday. A little bit. There were like a few of them. But mainly on Friday, there was a pretty massive tornado outbreak in North Texas in the Panhandle. I don't know if they've gotten official ratings yet. Uh, but this outbreak has kind of not stopped. Uh, it's gone through Kansas and Missouri, but it was real bad. In, in Texas, mainly in Happy and up near Amarillo. But I don't think anyone got hurt, or at least no one got killed, as far as I know. But there were some truly massive tornadoes that touched down. It's pretty amazing that no one got hurt. Um, two of these massive tornadoes touched down around the same time and were side-by-side. Side. Giant, nearly mile-wide. I think one of them was over a mile-wide. Wedge tornadoes, side-by-side. Just an utter nightmare, but a miracle, because despite hitting some houses, it looked like head-on, but I guess they got skimmed. Hardly any injuries reported from what I saw, and no one's dead, so that's, thank, thank God. But it's supposed to get really bad tonight and tomorrow. It's around 3 a.m. in the morning, it's supposed to start popping off and then going east and that's uh that's going to be great that'll probably be a lot of fun to deal with you know we just we just can't catch a break we got past snow mageddon i wasn't really i mean there was a lot of snow but it was mainly the ice and the cold that shut everything down mainly the cold that froze everything of course, Colorado is under just all of the snow in the world. I don't know how cold it is right now, but just all of the snow in the world. And that front is actually what's causing all these tornadoes because it's kind of warm. 
So we got a high pressure zone coming from one end and a really, really low, cold, uh, low pressure zone, which is actually part of a winter storm. It has a name. I can't remember what it's called. And that's causing a massive tornado outbreak, which I was expecting was going to happen, though I thought it was going to happen later in April, which may still happen. Oh, looks like my wife's home. My wife's home. She brought Flan. And she's sick. Stop. Every tick. There's this. Ah. Hold on, hold on. What are you doing? Ah, don't do that. Ah, I don't like that. You don't like flubber? It's not flubber. I mean flarp. Not flubber. Flarp. No, I don't like that. Stop that. Doesn't it sound I don't like that. I have to push it back in. Excuse me. Excuse me. <laughs> dollar I've ever spent. I truly fear when she comes home. I'll fart on you again. Quit. But anyway. And, um... That's gonna cause a lot. A lot of bad... A lot of bad issues. Mainly in the tornado variety. Um, but I was expecting it to hit in later in a April. Because in 2011 we had a very similar event. With the La Nina. And a very, very, very cold. Was it? Ice storm. That came through. Very similar to the one we had. Just not as extreme. Um... And then later on, had the largest outbreak in tornado history in a uh, tornado history in U.S. history in April. But there were many tornado outbreaks that also happened throughout the year in 2011. Uh, I don't know if there was one in March. I'm sure there was, but I, I don't know if there was one. Um, but later in April, the largest in U.S. history took place. The most damaging damaging in history also took place at the same time. So I was expecting. I was expecting, and then I read multiple articles that also say that scientists are also expecting, meteorologists are expecting, uh, a similar event to take place. At least that's what their fear is. It could be that it's going to be earlier than expected. The fear is not only will this happen again, since condition seems ripe for it, but that it could be much, much worse since the ice event, or the cold event, was also much, much, much worse. That's my fear as well. This could just be one of many outbreaks. And it's possible we're not going to see one long outbreak, but a bunch of outbreaks. Um, which is possible. You don't necessarily need one big long outbreak to have a bunch of tornadoes. You could have a... Because what this outbreak was, is it was one long sustained outbreak over days. Putting down hundreds of tornadoes killing a lot of people and causing billions of dollars of damage. But you could have multiple outbreaks. They don't have to be sustained. 
the multiple outbreaks over months. And that is very, very possible. Especially with the way the jet stream is moving. So that could... Uh, it's kind of scary to think about, but very possible. And it seems like that's going to pop off. Or, well, it's already popped off last week. But it seems like it's going to get worse tonight. And then push on into the southeast. After that, I don't, I don't know what's coming. I know it's going to get worse. I just don't know what's going to come after that. I just know that that's what we're looking for tonight. But other than that, my wife's home and she brought food. And I'm tired. So I'm going to wrap this up. So thank you all for listening. Thank you all for watching. And I will see you all in the next one.